0: Welcome on in, Endswell Boxing, Ireland's boxing podcast, I'm Al Rich, click on the link in the attached show notes, you'll find all our previous episodes, if you want to get in touch, suggestions, ideas, you will find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can email us at ennswellpod.com, yes you are, more than welcome on in the weather turns wintry it's cold thankfully we have boxing to keep us warm and following the tradition of every other episode 150 plus yours truly is sat here barefooted toes curled ready to dig in look back over what was last weekend a historic occasion a fantastic night of boxing left a little bit wanting we'll come to that too if you're sitting around this morning ...you're feeling a little bit cold... ...you're feeling a little bit miserable... ...you're feeling a little bit sorry for yourself... ...and you're thinking, oh poor me... ...and I'm anxious and this, that and the other... ...stop now, stop... ...put the earphone in... ...listen to them, I guess today, Sinead Kavanagh... ...safe to say this lady has been chewed up... ...spit out... ...and probably booed off the stage the occasional time... ...but damn, this girl comes back... ...time and time and time and time again... ...and she's with me today to tell a story... ...that you really do have to hear to believe and realised that she is now on the precipice of something not that long ago was beyond her wildest dreams.
1: If I just connect one nice shot, the whole game plan changes. They wouldn't let me on to the the women's team when I was with Peter. Um, For some reason, I don't know the reason. I had a son. I wasn't getting paid. It wasn't a good time for me.
0: I'm going to let Sinead do as much of the talking as possible because I thought I was good to talk. She's incredible. She is as real as raw and as honest as they come. And for me, Sinead is the type of character that I would gladly engage with, speak with, learn from, and probably argue with, but absolutely enjoy conversation with on a daily basis, all the time. There's not enough real people on this planet, there's not enough real talking, straight shooting, honest, genuine, what you see is what you get people. Before we dive into the boxing, I want to just... A little mention and a few words, I suppose, about this time of the year, and, and for all of you out there who might just be feeling the pinch right now, who might be wondering, worrying, and just listening to some of the rubbish and the constant, incessant fear mongering that's going on in the media, that's going on on the radio, whether it's on the TV, whether no matter where it is. What I've come to realise this year, and I hope most people have, is that it's not about what's in your pocket. It's not about the car in the driveway. It's not about the holidays you went on this year, or it's not about the holidays you might go on next year. It's not about anything like that, about the watch, the jewellery, the new hairdos, the tracksuits, the runners. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And when little Mary or little Johnny or little Mary and Johnny come running in on Christmas morning, that door bursts open, look what I've got, look what I've got. No matter what it is they've got, they will absolutely love it. No matter what it is they've got, they will probably invariably end up making paper aeroplanes with the wrapping paper. And no matter what it is they've got, little Johnny, without a shadow of a doubt, if he's anything like me and most other fellas around the country, he'll be sitting in the box cutting the hole in the side to make a window or a door. That's the beauty of children. It's the beauty of Christmas. It's the beauty of this time of the year. So don't let yourself get consumed by by worry or anxiety, or where am I going to get this or what about that. And what gonna... Do what you can do, by all means. By all means, do what you can do, and do the best you can do. But please don't burden yourself. Please don't let it get to the point where you're, you're keeping yourself awake, or you're, you're, or worse. Reach out, listen. There's so much content on YouTube, on podcasts. You don't have to listen to this. I'll lead you all the time. You don't. There's plenty of others out there who are much better, and much more rounded, and much more polished than anything. This year alone has taught us that all we have is our time and our health and our loved ones. Now, You've got somebody near you or you've got a distance between you and, and a loved one. Close that distance. Close it. And I don't mean it has to be... They can, maybe it's not possible all the time for our loved ones to be beside us or to be with us. But in this day and age and in this era, it's easy to get in touch Whether it's a Zoom, whether it's Skype, whether it's FaceTime, whether it's WhatsApp, whether it's all five of them. And we Irish ain't good. We ain't good at emotion. Especially us, lads. Come on, lad. Come on. Be honest about it. Do it. If you've had a row with her, if you've had a row with him, if there's someone been annoying you, and something has happened, and something seeped in, and you feel it in your heart. Or if there's a point of a relationship where yeah I don't know if I can tell him or I don't know if I should do it you love them tell them you may have to wait for a reply you may get a shock with the reply they might run they might tell you where to go initially they might not reply the way you want it doesn't matter be real be honest be straight clear the boards and coming into Christmas open your heart look at what's going on around, don't look at the material stuff, don't listen to all that rubbish that you're going to hear about, oh they're going to open this, they're going to open that, who cares, it's about what you've got, what you've got around you, and you've got through this year, we are about five five weeks away from Christmas, we're getting there together, a lot of us, me, you, 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 all of us, we're there, and to say that you've got through 2020, pretty much unscathed yeah you've probably been a little few more grey hairs you've probably got a a wrinkle or two and a crow's foot or two creeping across but you're here and forevermore you can say I got through 2020 now bring it on something I have never been any good at is asking for help reaching out the growth success and development of this little podcast is down to you listening to me each week supporting encouraging getting behind Go fund me, crowdsource, Patreon, the likes, not for me. But what I will ask, and what I am asking you now is, once you finish listening to this, please leave a review, put the all five stars or whatever it is, simply just share the link. I'm asking each person who downloads, listens, for this episode and each other episode, please share it and share the love. Really, really enjoyed the boxing last weekend. I really did. I... It, I got in, had a day's work done and was doing a little bit of work, a little bit of labouring with a mate of mine and a uh, building site life isn't something I'd be used to too often as as uh, many who know me will attest to but you got to do what you got to do and uh, it was, it was. I tell you what, shout out to, to Fino, we, we we relived a lot of school days, we, we relived a lot of silly pranks, we laughed, we sang, we laughed a little bit more and um, we got some work done too but uh, it was at the end of it, I came home, showered, had a little bit of beauty sleep could do it a little bit more than that but um, yeah got the feet up fire lit and ready for what was and is and will be for a while to come a historic night of boxing now as I said last week women's boxing or females boxing its not a term I like to use when I speak to the many many people that I speak to and I'm blessed to speak with on a regular basis it's boxing for me okay and whether whether as, as Louise Welsh says to me if it doesn't matter whether you're a boy or a girl you're a boxer when you're in the gym and you're training and that's that's it that's the holy all of it as to say but i did settle down i was ready to watch and ready to wasn't sure what to expect um i know what i wanted and rachel ball came out she delivered it was i found myself at odds a little bit at times with what i was seeing and what i was thinking and what i was kind of my mind was wandering as well but uh she got the job done and she she did it and and i just hope i hope rachel has herself surrounds herself with a good strong team of representatives because there's a narrative building, and and I'm coming to it now in a few minutes. But she she's um she's a tough, hard, hard hitting. Um, she might need a little bit of technical work, in my opinion. Maybe she needs to probably make herself harder to hit. She she's a she's a very big bantamweight. She's um she's there to be hit. So I I hope for her sake that she, as I said, has a good team, solid, reliable folk around her who will fight for her as much as she fights in the ring because. Uh, I think I I just worry I just worry a little bit because as I said when narratives start building and vultures start circling we we know what can happen at times but she got the win she got the belt interim belt around her waist and she's now moving on She's it's been a dream year for Rachel Ball so props to you and shout out to you and well done absolutely massive credit and there's nothing I love more than seeing the underdog coming around blindside and absolutely doing the job and she did it so Well done again. Hope she enjoyed it. I hope everybody else enjoyed that one. Terry Harper. I I expected her to win this. And I expected her to win it the way she won it. If I'm being honest. I had watched a little bit in the build up. I didn't get too consumed with the build up. Because as I said I find myself at odds a lot lately. With the narratives that are being spun. That are being meticulously created. And that are being like a little web woven around for people to, some people jump straight in and get consumed by it. Some people kind of get a little bit caught on the web and kind of get struggle with it for a while and but eventually get spun in. Some people who know what they're seeing, who know what they're hearing and know what they're looking at, don't get caught up in it. And with Terry Harper I believe she's a, she's a good fighter. She is a good fighter and, and, and has an awful lot of, of positives but um, I think she is very much, I'm not don't take this as me saying she's the same as Anthony Joshua, I'm not saying that. What I think is, she is in that same position now where she's learning on the job, she's won the belt, and she's got an awful lot, an awful lot. When you look at the, those who are in the game, who have an extensive amateur background, who have an extensive sound foundation, ped, pedigree, it's, it's, it's very much apparent when they come to to fight and to come to face off, and she's going to invariably meet some of these opponents. But the other night, she came through the adversity of the broken hand, which is wow, it was it looked it looked a pretty bad break too as well. She 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 gave a a great of display. She 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 still still some places there, I believe, that a better opponent can expose. But that doesn't matter for tonight. For that night, she improved on where she had massively improved the last time she was in with a, an opponent who wasn't in the same calibre as her last opponent but I am coming to that in a minute as well and what of our girl what of our girl it's kind of running out of superlatives now at this stage for, for, um, for Katie Taylor to see how she conducts herself in the run up to a fight to see how she conducts herself during the fight to see how she is after the fight Just to see how she is. And for all the narratives and for all the uh, likenings and for all of the parallels and everything else that the spin doctors try, she's Irish to the core. Absolute bone. And there's nothing close to her at the moment. Nothing. I would say the Serrano fight is the one that will push her mind-body- all the way. If she keeps doing what she's doing now and boxing to plan, staying where she needs to stay and boxing from there, I think we're looking at uh, an undefeated fighter when she finishes it. Now, looking at the opponent, and I'm going to give this lady so much props. I actually found myself at times. I found myself moved by her grit, her determination, her story and again the realness, the all too real and harsh reality of of Miriam Gutierrez's story and life. It's an extensive story of hard luck, horrible treatment and and just wrong. But she overcame it all at the hands of a domestic abuse. I want... I'd be reluctant to call him a man because, you know. She was incredible the other night. She, not by her output, not by her um, fighting, by her sheer will not to stop. And I could draw, I could probably put an asterisk beside that and say, referee, mate, what were you thinking? Two or three times. What were you thinking? At once I thought she was sitting on the middle rope. She was taking... A flurry of 20-30 shots. Landing. Not on the gloves. Not on the forearms. Not on the hips. Landing. And it, I, I implored him twice. Call it mate. Call it. Get in there. But you know when it ended. And you see her. And you see the respect. And how she, she paid homage to, to the champion. Uh, to Katie. I thought. Yeah. she 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 kind of. She, she deserved to see the finish there was levels and levels and levels of a difference I think Katie is just on a platform right now that she's going through the gears she's just really she's enjoying her boxing she is getting to grips with the media side of things she's clearly boxing to plan she's listening she's doing I would say she's listening I believe she's listening I believe she's boxing as she needs to box she she loves a scrap you can see it at times she'll take a few and, and uh, as I watched the fight I thought it was a shutout someone said it to me as I watched it it's a shutout and I thought you know what if they want to give a round to Gutierrez the 9th was probably the one they'd give to her and they did I think all that said as the fight the night unfolded and as the night went on I listened to my old pal Beck shout out to you Beck Conley Lady Luck herself and they're another story there's a story huh and if anybody knew the worries and the was and the, the the life and the and the concerns and the behind that beautiful bubbly smiling laughing character is a is the, is a girl the same as same as you a human the same as me and all the rest of us she has the same everyday life regardless of being on sky sports or the zone or being a future uh, hall of fame commentator possibly she's real And she was in. Beck was was doing the the, uh, comms at the side. I think it was for the zone. and and So there was a good feel to it. And I enjoyed it. But as I enjoyed it and I listened to it and I took it all in. My mind wandered across to Fleetwood. And I wondered. I couldn't help wondering. How is Jane doing? What's she thinking? Where is the mind? What is she doing? Is she watching? Is she enjoying? Are the emotions? What way is she thinking? And I haven't had a chance to catch up with her yet. But... I did send her the message, as I said I would. And um, whew, it was, uh, yeah, it, it it was one of those moments where you think, good on you. You know, when you think of the amazing individuals and, and people we've had in history who've stood up for their beliefs and fought for stuff that they just shouldn't, not shouldn't, but would have been forgiven not if they just packed it all up and said, oh, do you know what? It's just not worth it and herself and Diane and the team they battle and they battle and they battle and what we saw on Saturday night and what we see anytime there's a show on now and then what we'll see in the Olympics what we'll see when I, when those phenomenal athletes out in Abbottstown in the elite high performance and you look at the entries for this year's elite look at them, just just look at the list we'll come to that eventually as well but if the likes of Jane and the likes of Deirdre Gogarty and the likes of Christina McMahon and, and Stacey Copeland and people like that constantly no will not accept no for an answer why should they? why should they when you see what they can deliver you look at Kelly Harrington when she sits with Tommy Tiernan and delivers as real and honest an interview as you're ever going to see anywhere and then you flick across and you look at our politicians their babbling bumbling spin doctor absolute drivel I said it to Kelly in a message during the week when we chatted and I offered her to come on and she's busy and she's got a lot going on so and I understand that and respect to you and shout out to you as well. But I said it to her and I say it to anybody that'll listen, it's our sports stars right now that are leading us through these dark days and yeah maybe these things by doing live training sessions and by doing workouts and by doing little guidance things like that maybe they're helping themselves. But by helping themselves, they're helping you, they're helping me, and they're helping all the other real people in this island. That's what stops me from slabbering on about three-minute rounds, or slabbering on about equal pay, or slabbering on about all that. I don't. That'll come. That'll come. Because the truth, a few years ago, we didn't have any of it. None. And look how far it's come in such a short space of time. So congrats to the three champs from the other night. Just before I jump across to, to Sinead, I sat the other night after the fights, after the result was read, waiting on Edward of Hearn to step into the ring and as the narratives and the spin doctors were, were doing their thing, I listened to the names that were being spun off and I heard how Michaela Mayer and Chun Loy were, were after being signed and how they will now be in line to face Terry Harper and maybe after those, maybe, Terry Harper will be ready to face Katie And I look a little bit across to the side, and and there's a lady sitting there looking an absolutely million dollars. A million dollars. $10 million. Tasha Jonas is sat there. Now, in my mind, I'm waiting on Eddie to come along, the cameras to pan across and say, okay, it's done. We're going for the rematch on this date, at this place, at this time. Instead, I hear the little spin doctor with his little team of spin-doctors and his little team of narrative spinners, talk about how Jonas should now step up and fight Katie. What? Are you kidding me? Why? Why? We had, for an, almost 12 months, a narrative that was driven, spun, forced down our throats, that Pursun won the first fight. And not that, that didn't cease. Until we got the rematch where she lost again. Now we had a very, very, very dubious decision between Natasha Jonas and Terry Harper. Some will say it wasn't dubious at all. In fact, let's call it as it is. A very favourable result. So when right is right, when does it become wrong? Why does the lady who was deprived, denied, some would say robbed of a world title... That she won. Why has she not been given the same crack of the whip, the same fair treatment that Persoon was apparently entitled to? Where's the rematch? Why was she sat there the other night and why did these spin doctors who want to tell you that you're not actually seeing what you're seeing that they tell you something else? That you're actually seeing something totally different to what you think you're seeing? I'll tell you why. Because the home fighter is being protected. Because the home fighter cannot beat Natasha Jonas. Facht That's a terrible effort at a Scouse accent. And forgive me for it. But it's just sickening. Sickening. Credit to Edward of Hearn. He jumped into the ring. He gave the... Um, his analysis of what he thought and what he thought and he named out the opponents and pretty much close to the top of them was Natasha Jonas. Now if there is a little bit of bad feeling and if there is a little bit of tickling going on between Joe and between Eddie they're big, bold and ugly enough no offence to sort it out between themselves. Do not step in the middle and be in between a girl's dream a girl's life's work a girl's let's face it entitlement to a rematch. Sort it out lads Sort yourselves out Get the girls in the ring And let the result handle itself And let those spin doctors Under their little organ grinder Just button it for a while Because we've heard nothing But yabbering and slabbering and gibberish Since fight camp And let's face it The worst part of boxing this year Outside of the favourable results Terrible points, scoring It's been the pundits The backhanded compliments given with one hand And taken away the other night To Miriam Gutierrez How... In the same way earlier in the year when they were talking about Becca Connolly and everything else about her opponents rather than about herself. Lads, just have a little bit of decency or step aside. Let the zone in. For me, one of the best traits I can ever ask or look for in a person is real. Be real. Keep it real. Or as as Grania said at one upon a time keep it real. Sinead Cavanaugh is as real as they come. Her story is as real as it comes. You'll hear me say in a few minutes I think there could even be a film in it someday. Herself and, and Kelly Harrington. Who knows? But what we do know is that she's got right now an opportunity to step into a world, to step onto the top of a world that was beyond her wildest dreams not that long ago. If, if everything went on talent alone, if everything was being dished out and done fairly and given according to talent, this girl, this girl would already be on top of it. For some reason somewhere along the line maybe it's the fact that she speaks her truth maybe she speaks and hits hard metaphorically and literally that it doesn't like it doesn't endear her to some people. To me it was heaven to speak with somebody who just shoots from that hip says it as it is calls it as it is was just a joy. And as anyone that listens regularly I refer to my old nan an awful lot uh, one of the things that I remembered very very vividly is her laugh how when she laughed you couldn't but laugh Sinead Cavanaugh has a laugh that lights up your ears it lights up a room when she laughs it's it's, it's a mixture of crazy wild fun joy devilment <laughs> and probably masks what might come next as well here's what comes next a former five time Irish elite boxing champion who then moved on to learn one of the, if not the most difficult, combat sports on the planet today. It's a mixture of absolutely everything. Discipline, fitness, strength, conditioning, all of those mixed into one. And just a few short years into that career, she is now within touching distance. She's ranked twelve in the world with Bellator. She is a title eliminator fight away from facing Chris Cyborg who has not been impressed one bit. But I've said enough for now. She's going to tell you about that and everything else in her story. Sinead Kavanaugh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it took its time Al. Thank you for having me. We have
0: had um we've had our share of technical difficulties as Gayborn used to say here, but look, we're on it now and it's all going. <laughs> the first thing before Santin Else, that laugh is infectious. Every time I hear and see it, it's just brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh...
1: Yeah, yeah, I am mean, everyone's going through a tough time with this um this uh BS, this bullshit. Um so yeah, it's it's just getting the head right, like and
0: you know but as I said to you there, off airs, you know, it could be worse. We could be in America. <laughs> yeah. Something <laughs> really. That's true. But, we could be eating popcorn, just watching the show, anyway. Last night, I literally just sat in front of the fire looking, thinking, shaking my head. I've just thought it's like a bad film. It's just hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. I don't want yeah. him and he doesn't want me and I don't believe this and I'm going to court and oh god it's like primary school And they,
1: they, you can really just see that porridge
0: film happening can't you like just like. <laughs> there's a lot of casual fans they'll say fighting is fighting and they'll say boxing MMA wrestling and all that sure half it's not real and it's all the same anyway they'll throw it into the one and that's probably about as ignorant and bland as you're ever going to get because we, we work up to your MMA career but long before that you started boxing. You were top of the pile here for a long time. How did that come yeah. about, Sinead? And where, where did you start?
1: I started it with Peter Perry in Ninja call All the old crew will know Peter. Peter was a great man. And uh, yeah, he had a few few champions. And so I started off with him. And then I moved to, with Tony Davitt. Like, and I was with Tony Davitt then for, I don't know, a good six years with him. So
0: that's how we start with boxing. Tony David, I think, had Sean Turner as well, didn't he? He had a few. Uh, he, he, between himself and yourself, you must have tormented him a heart and soul. Again. <laughs> I had the big sexy on here a while ago. telling me all sorts of stuff. now we had a great laugh with him. He's a great character. Yeah, he's funny, all yeah,
1: right. He was. He was like that when I was training with him. I used to love training with Sean because um, he would have you laughing all the way through the session. Like you forget know, what you were doing half of the time. You're know, just laughing at him and Tony. Him and Tony fight, slagging each other and stuff. Yeah, it was good crack. It was good good fun yeah.
0: days, you know? For all the crack and all the wit and banter and everything else, there was a serious amount of talent there as well. So it's important. Yeah. And it's a big part of the game. People see lads laughing and joking or girls messing and laughing and they think, Oh sure, they're doing nothing. That that's you, you gotta add that in, don't you? You have to have it. Yeah,
1: you can't you can't you can't be serious all the time. You go off your you're bleeding rock are you? Goofy our you know, I
0: man. But there's only job I've ever had over the years or anywhere I've never really been able to sp keeping it serious and staying focused. It's it's not one of my strengths the more crack i can have on the <laughs> like way that. along as the better you know so it's a uh... petty atlas will always say that our uh, punchers aren't developed they're born i think it's safe to say there's a bit of power where you're at and it's only getting stronger from what i'm looking at and what i'm seeing was that something you you were aware that you had early on uh,
1: yeah again like yeah you can't you're just born with that like yeah I've, i think me me technique has gone better that's why i've me me punching ability is gone better too you know but yeah it was something that I was born with and something that I knew from growing up and being on the street fighting you know on the streets that I had that ability to, to knock people out so yeah there's
0: there's knockouts and there's knockouts and sometimes like when you look at Usyk and you look at these lads they're bamboozling lads and it's the shots that you don't see that, that that generally do the damage but with you whether to see it coming or not it's 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 only going to result when it lands they all know they all know getting into the ring what's coming it comes when it happens there's nothing it definitely doesn't make it easier because there's always ways around power speed beats power and everything else you can't just rely on it but it must be nice to know rest assured knowing that when you detonate it there's only one outcome
1: get in and I, I know like if I just connect one nice shot like the whole game plan changes like they don't want to stand you know they'll want to take me down so yeah I've always had that power and it is something that you can you don't need to learn you don't need to progress it you don't you just you just have it and it's like a superpower <laughs>
0: when you were boxing you were up at middleweight am I right so yeah there now you're at featherweight it must be just and smaller gloves you have to start at club level so how how quickly does it go then from putting the gloves on fighting for the club and then you're winning Irish titles and then, of course, it progresses onto the Irish scene. How, how quick did that happen, Sinead? I
1: wasn't bleeding quick. I had to fight me spot. I wasn't, I wasn't records in boxing. It's always something that, that stays with me, even now, like, when I think back at all the bullshit, had to put up with like that they weren't they weren't nice to me like I should have left a long time ago I should have gave up it's very horrible (laughs) I was with Peter Perry and they wouldn't let me onto the women's team when I was with Peter for some reason I don't know the reason other women progressed. Then You need to come down to uh, Bray. You need to you need to train down here. But like I had a son, I wasn't getting paid, and then I ha- had to go down there morning every morning and every night go down there to try to get a place. It wasn't a good time for me, to be honest yeah. with you. No, it wasn't an easy road.
0: And again, this is about Sinead Kavanagh. This is just, but this is a key part of where you're at today. Is the decision to move from where you're, where, what you were doing at the height of your boxing powers and winning your Irish titles. It would have been a seriously tough decision for you to make to walk. I had a program here that I show. I think I sent you a picture of it a couple of weeks ago. It was the very first women's fighting night I've ever seen. You boxed Natasha Jonas that night. A bronze Olympic medalist. Yeah, yeah. Savannah Marshall was on it. Um, yeah, yeah, box tour as well. Amanda, yeah, Co- Amanda Coulson was on it, and she's now the coach of the English team. This is the thing people talk about now all oh, back in the day. It's, <laughs> it's not that long ago at all. And you were, you were having to do... I suppose you're having to fight just to get the fight. So we
1: boxed them girls Ireland versus England and so there was no Women's Olympics there was not. but then after we boxed them they were meant to destroy us and I bet Natasha Jones and then after that there was no team then for the women there was only Katie Taylor and Anna Al- Murphy that was going away then but, but for the rest of the women we weren't there was no team for us we weren't allowed to go Like and there was not for years then
0: after that it was just it was wrong yeah. we saw Regan Buckley last year having to pack it up for the same thing comes back with a, a European silver medal and no funding No nothing for him So there's, there's questions there. you're not, If you're not like <laughs> You won't be funded You won't, you won't be looked after you, Yeah Absolutely terrible What goes on And yeah. we nearly lost And I know she's a good For team She's an ex-teammate of yours And she's a fucking phenomenal She's put her ahead Of any politician Or anybody you want In this country When you see Kelly Harrington speak When you see Kelly Harrington Walk yeah. into that fucking ring Get out of her way And walk behind her Because that's yeah. That's a serious Serious warrior She doesn't speak For the sake of it And you're the same You don't speak Chrissy doesn't speak They don't you don't speak for the sake of speaking. When you say it, you mean it. Put my hand on my head, I will say I will speak the
1: truth. Like, yeah, Kelly Harrington's the same. Kelly Harrington was, was with me when all this shit was happening. So we nearly
0: lost Kelly as well because they were focused.
1: Yeah, we. here's a story about me and Kelly. So we had to go down to Bray and then she had to go to a wedding. So she took two days off. The week that we were going to the World Championships in Barbados, she gets a phone call to say, don't come to the airport. You missed two training sessions. You're not coming. So that's the shit that we had to put up with, like, to the yes. World Championships. Like, look at where she is now.
0: And it's a marker. It's a level of respect. She could use her platform now to turn around and tell all these stories, but she's not. She's doing what she's doing. As yeah, as are yeah. you. Yeah,
1: I could write a book. <laughs> I could write a book on them stories I have and then to be honest like I have so many bad stories about
0: that yeah. well, anyway. <laughs> but anyway we're, we're going to keep this positive because it is positive and yeah. it's a ter- it turn from yeah. that as I said you went, to where I am yeah yeah uh, incredible five Irish titles in any era of boxing is is incredible there's very few if any other women you're up in, the, in terms of Katie Taylor you're up there in terms with Kelly mm-hmm. um, I might be leaving someone out and if I am you slap me for it but I don't think there's too many others that are up there with that many titles <laughs> So, and they were a huge part of your journey.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, like I had good coaches. Yeah, Perry, I had Tony Davis. Like, they kept me motivated. I was looking in that sense.
0: Again, I don't want to drag up all the negative because we're getting to the good stuff now. We're getting to the point where <laughs> Sinead Kavanaugh takes off and becomes the athlete and the star that she is today. But the part of that, I guess, is when you when you did decide to leave and you walked away, that must have been huge. Were you always going to go to MMA or was it just a case of I'm over here? No, it was a case of it was a nail on the coffin situation that happened
1: and I was just like I am done but mm-hmm. this like I can't like it was so negative and like it was just it was just getting so much like and yeah I just said I look at it I'm done with this and I was giving up to be honest I was like done like yeah and then I was like oh do you know what I'll give this MMA go and yeah then I just walked into John Cavanagh's gym Just like that. Yeah, just like that. My friend was there with me and he was blowing smoke about me. Like he was like, oh, she's this and she's done, she's great. And I was just standing there saying nothing that's what John Cavanagh said he loved about me I was just like kicking dust or something you know what I mean yeah. he says bring her bring her down and we'll let, let's see what she's got
0: that was it Like now people people that don't know again I have to keep reminding myself that not everybody is as geeky and as obsessed with fucking bullshit as I am but talk to me about that time that was pre-Connor before Connor had really hit the big time yeah he I think he had one, the one fight so I was part it was pre that uh, that team of, of warriors that went across there Pendred and paddy and, and and connor that went across there and
1: yeah it was only just starting like so i i came in i think and it was just that about to start and when i walked into the gym it was just like wow like you know i sure i didn't even know what was going on <laughs> what, I
0: it must have been like a an, an assault on the senses like you're gone from standing in front of you your lads around rolling wrestling jiu-jitsu and i didn't know what like i was just like
1: I thought my stand up was going to be like oh, so powerful that I won't even need that like <laughs> and the first to thing
0: honest, they'll do, like, the first thing they do is read that see it and yeah, try to take and it away take from me yeah. yeah. so but not that I'm comparing what I'm trying to do is show the differences and the, and the vast differences between the two is that you learn your stance? So you're standing. You're a southpaw. You're orthodox. You're you're standing in the fight position, the guard up. Uh-huh. Where would you even begin in MML? Yeah. Yeah. So John Jones was just like, okay, you can you can punch. You know, you don't need
1: punching. So I'd recommend you you go do jits and just do all your time at jits, and then I do the pro team session. So I just got stuck into jits. Now it did take me a while. I just wasn't liking it, and I wasn't getting the hang of it. I didn't know. It was all too much. Like it was just like I can never get the hang of this and there's people killing you and smashing you and, and then like yeah but if you just give it time I suppose when I did just like okay I just need to learn this just stick at it stick at it and then little like A and B then comes together and then you get A B C and then D will come in it all goes together like it's like a, a jigsaw puzzle yeah I, I class myself as a, as a I, I'm good at the, on the ground now yeah I'm, I'm happy I stuck at it you know
0: you've had phenomenal coaches in the boxing if we're being honest about it as well you were born with a talent you were born with a gift lots of people are born with gifts and they just kick rocks for the rest of their lives they don't some people don't even realize they have them you found yours you developed it you worked yeah. fucking hard at it to develop it you won you, you lost you won you got hurt you it wasn't a case of just uh turning up and bang i can box and that it didn't work yeah. like that people would be naive oh. and they'd be ignorant to think that so then to rip all that up to take your five titles, put them on the shelf, and go and start from scratch. It's like uh, what do you even compare? It's like learning going from learning English to learning Swahili or yeah, something. The... You, you're just <laughs> totally different.
1: It's everything is yeah good. totally different. People think it's easy, like the fighting that you get in, and they see just the fight, like, and they think. Oh well, she's doing great, but they don't see what goes behind the closed doors. What, what the train comes? What you, what you're being fucking through. There's so much in this game that people just don't know about.
0: I, I've never, I don't blur the lines between them. I know a little bit, and I'll, I'll be honest about it. I knew very little, if anything, about it before Connor hit the scene. When he hit the scene and start watching it a little bit. I like boxing and and I, and I it's not that I don't like MMA I don't I watch the big ones I love the big stand-ups with Stipe and those lads I'll just I'll watch that all day long I love it and I love technical side of the game I don't know enough about it people that don't know anything about it should just say I don't know anything about it don't pretend you do and say ah oh, yeah sure it's like that no 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 it's not the big thing there is you had an absolutely amazing teacher you had a guy who was yeah. who was widely yeah. renowned around the world as, in John Cavanagh for him to be yeah encouraging you he he doesn't waste his time he doesn't suffer fools he doesn't enc- he doesn't take people under his wing who he doesn't believe are special that must have been in itself a big, a big reason for you to keep going when those days when you didn't feel like you could. I needed
1: that at that time. You know when something when you're just about to give it in, like, and and you just you meet someone or someone does that at that certain point where it can give you such a boost. Like and that's what John did, and, and I'm forever grateful. He then tell, well, you're not gonna, you're not gonna fight at seventy five kilos. You're gonna be like, we started at sixty one. I went mad sixty one. I, I wasn't well at the weight. So 66, but he he gave me a nutritionist. He opened up these uh, paths for me to see
0: my potential. I didn't get that in the other game. I'm forever grateful. He's such a great guy. Again, he's somebody that just, he breaks the mould. He doesn't do it, he does it his way. And it's his way that's yeah. that's literally that first wave of that Irish team that went across there and, and took over. And literally, literally turned the UFC yep. on its head. I mean, I'll talk a little bit about this is about you, but I can't not mention Connor as well because he's you've you've done a lot of work with him and he's been a big part of your story too. But I'm just you point out there. I just look at a little chart here in front of me and I'm looking at middleweight. That's fucking seven weight divisions you are gone from middleweight right away. <laughs> I'm like shit. That's a person. That's yeah. like that's yeah, a small person. That's crazy. That must be crazy. in itself. Like I mean, for you to even if it stops now. To be walking around, you can do the Conor McGregor walk up the up the correct car park and thinking, "Yeah, there I am." You know, I've done this. You're very much on a mission. Yeah,
1: that's it. I am on a
0: mission to get this belt. I'm literally two fights
1: away from this Bellator belt. That's my mission, me to be world champion on this way, like, yeah. and I can do it. The champion of that way has me uh, blocked on Twitter.
0: Oh, <laughs> we get to heart. You know, we get it. to heart already. But <laughs> what, what I wanted to touch before we skip by it is it's a big thing as well. You you went as a. So again, it's not a case of just deciding to go train with John Kavanaugh, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm turning pro. You went, you did, you did your amateur fights, you progressed all the way through there, you improved, you improved. Yeah, you, yeah. I yeah. went to the world.
1: Yeah, I went to the Worlds, Yeah. And I you... went to the
0: world.
1: Didn't have a penny in my bleeding pocket, Al. <laughs> I had no, not a penny in my pocket. John, you're coming to. I was like, John, I can't pay for this. Like, you know what I mean? Fucking. He was like, yeah, yeah, you're coming. That's it. You're going to stay in. Connor's mansion,
0: the Mac yeah, mansion.
1: The Mac mansion. mansion. <laughs> I was just like, I'm over there taking it. This is so Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Like, you know, what I'm dealing with Connor. Every like, it's just mad. Madness how 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 my my world changed from dark, fucking cloudy. Cloudy nights, crying over like something, and then like, and then I'm in leading Vegas, like <laughs> fighting.
0: Yeah. I just said about I'm a Man United fan, I just said it's like United. You can love them, you can hate them, but you nobody is ever not talking about them. Connor Floyd, people like that are like that. They they engage people. They make them think something, even when they don't want to think something. But what you yeah. can ever take from them is you look at the team around them, however, however small, however big, however high the high went, however slow the low went it was always the same team there was none of this wilder shit throwing people under the bus and blaming people for all sorts of stuff they won together yeah. they lost together and he I'm, I'm right in saying that was around the time of the Sanchez fight was it you were in camp for the was that around that time? Uh, Mendez Mendez fight oh, I Mendez yeah, yeah so your preparation for the World Amateur Championships was part of his camp in Vegas that's preparation it's an intensity it's an experience in itself isn't it just mad? <laughs> you couldn't you not win, write it. You? you can't absolutely, right? You know, uh, you you could not win, you were going to world championships, you had already won, yeah, yeah. A couple of years later, see I, I knocked
1: her one out in 20 seconds or something, the first one, and then we that's the final. And you, yeah, you one failed the drug test, and but we knew she failed it like. But it didn't come out, like, four years later. She got banned for four years. Like, it was a big... Was, she got a, a, a hefty fine. Like, she was banned for four years. And, um, yeah, then after that, I got the gold. She fucked her career up, do you know
0: what I mean? She could have, she could have fucked your career up as well. Because, I mean, yeah, we hear so many of those true. stories. I mean, that's, like... <laughs> When, when you're thinking of the world championships and world tournaments like that in Vegas and you're thinking you almost get visions of Karate Kid and the fights and all the fights going on at the same time yeah, and, yeah. and the big final yeah. then and something like that happens that could very easily John
1: was like oh we're going pro after this Barman wants to sign him and then he's like yeah alright uh, Grant. I went with Bam, and I was the first Irish woman to sign with Barman not only Irish, but woman. I think I made like 200 euros for that fight. You something like that. Yes, you were you loaded. Know? We made it, back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then a few fights later, then Bellator then said, oh, well, we want you. Like, so then I signed with Bellator and I'm, the, I'm the first Irish woman to sign with Bellator. So yeah, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of that. You know, I'm proud of that. And the first, the first woman, Irish woman to win a medal in the, in the MMA so yeah I'm proud. I'm proud of them things, you know. they Them things are nice, though.
0: And so you should listen. You there's people going around this this country at the moment that are number twenty on a county football panel or a hurling panel. They're wearing the number on their back. They're walking into place like they own it, <laughs> and they're doing nothing. Yeah. They're not playing with their club. They're not playing with their county. They're just sitting on their asses. You've gone and yeah. ripped it all up. You, you've won your five titles. You've come back. You've started a different thing, and now you're on a different trajectory. Now again, there's phenomenal stuff happening in MMA, and, and I think if we're being honest about it, it moves a lot quicker. They're they're not as reluctant to change they'll move because they have to it's a bit like the sport itself when you're looking at the transitions in between the different techniques and everything it's it's frightening at times and who would have been the ones you watched when you were making that move across
1: I was actually watching Cyborg like I was thinking wow she's a tough bitch like this one and, um, and now you're going to smash her <laughs> yeah exactly Madness, isn't it uh, yeah so I was always like oh I'd love to fight who like I'd love to fight Chris like and then Connor as well then I was just like so then I said, looking into this, I was like, oh, I actually Connor's fucking shit hot, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's great, like, he's great. And then two characters that I thought, that I looked up to and thought, like, these
0: these two are amazing. You had a fight a couple of weeks ago in Italy behind closed doors. Not How different is it? And is it much of a, f- a mental Im- impact on you when you're preparing? To be honest, I was, um, no, I was just in the zone. Like, I kind of blocked that out anyway,
1: the crowd. I'm just in there. I'm just gonna go go through that girl and whoever's in front of me. The cheers and all. Like, I do hear them sometimes. But like, if be like a big, just say a title fight or something, I would want the crowd to be there. Like, to fucking give you that extra boost. If you're in trouble or uh, you can crawl yourself out of it from from the crowd, like you know. And, uh, it didn't
0: bother me this time. You're now in the in the league. With, you're probably one fight away. There's going to be an eliminator we're looking at, and then it doesn't matter who's blocked where. Um, you're, you're staring down a, a title fight. That in itself is just—I don't even know what to say about it. it okay, it's another it's fight you have to get. It's—it's—it's it? It's, it's amazing, and it must be so. Yeah. It must—it must make you feel really good at times. Like even if you're having one of those days when the evenings are getting dark and it's feeling shitty and you're sore. Yeah, I
1: just—I can't wait for that day. I've earned it. <laughs> I've earned that spot, and I've earned. If the gods are good, if the gods are. If there's some god out there, I deserve that bleeding tile. <laughs> That's for
0: sure. The fight for you with Cyborg, and the one just before, it will probably be That'll be where you become really. It goes from being the the the, the casual fight fans, where everyone is going to know, and everyone is going to become aware of it. So to be ready for that and all that, it, it's. It'll be special in itself, but her big break, I suppose, would have come with Ronda, where she destroyed her, and pretty much from there, yeah. she's just not looked back. She destroyed Cyborg, she destroyed Holly, she's destroyed, and those fighters in themselves. I mean, Holly Holm, uh, like a boxer in her own right. I mean, anyone that hasn't seen her footage and her footwork and like to, for her to step in, but they're all stages that are ahead of you now, and it must be just it's a case now of keeping the head down getting the work done Christmas is not a good time for a fighter is it? <laughs> no but, Especially when there's no fight on the horizon it's definitely not oh, a good time
1: Exactly. Yeah, we go off the, absolutely we go off the rails we do like we eat too much we drink too much we yeah it's just yeah And is it, is
0: it without getting into I suppose without giving away trade secrets or without saying too much the, the, the weight is a battle for you to get Um I
1: walk around like seventy like I walk around my box and wait so we're with nine kilos. I lose. It's not not easily done, <laughs> not easily done. No, no, it's not. No, no, <laughs> no. But I, it's it is. I when I'm in that head's that headspace, I enjoy like that challenge.
0: And you're working with uh, George Lockhart as well. Again, the best there is. Yeah, the Tristan. Best there...
1: Yeah, yeah, Tristan. Tristan, I work with. He's one of uh, George Lockhart's uh, uh, fellas. So yeah, he's uh, he knows his stuff. You know he's over
0: there with Connor now, so this is how big Tristan is. You know it's um it's all moving in the one direction, and it's it's you've you've piece by piece from the day you walked out of the boxing gym and walked into the uh, yeah SPG SPG you've just begun to yeah. build it block by block by block, and it's just a case of confidence going with it now. And a bit that a little bit of research I've done, your ground game is improving too. You've gone away and spent a lot of time between the loss and your last win, and and by all accounts by people that know better than I do. You've done it's it's marked improvement. So it's 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 all going to one direction.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just putting it just it's all coming together piece by piece. As I said, it's like a jigsaw, and uh, yeah, it's finally all coming together. As I said, I have confidence now getting into the cage because I don't care where it goes because I'm going to, I'm good, I'm good no matter what, you know, man. So I'm good wherever it goes. I'm Uh, ready.
0: Before I let you go, um uh, important as well, and it's and it's it's a beautiful side of it. And, and your little fella is um he's not only he's not only um a part of the journey. He's he's the he's the driver of the bus, isn't he? He's the main man. He's he's <laughs> mommy's he's mommy's number one. How special is that? Yeah. How how difficult is it? I suppose starting off. Yeah, no, he was there. Um,
1: he was there, as I said. He's he's sixteen now. He's getting bigger than me. And <laughs> he was always with me and he was always there by my side and still is he's like my manager like he, when I'm fighting someone like he will know the ins and outs of them he will research videos he looks them up on Instagram oh she's she's practicing her low kicks Jesus <laughs> it. yeah he's like he's serious manager so <laughs> yeah so he'll tell me what to do and what not to do and all this yeah he's yeah, he's, he's my biggest fan and uh he's very proud of his uh
0: is my av- I've seen a lot of interviews a lot of them will come from one side or the other they'll, they'll approach it and I didn't want to try and get too I just wanted it to be about you the person because I think that's the person that's what's shone through this whole story for me every time I see you it. but it's that any one of us uh, as I say on Civvy Street years ago would have flung the bag under the stairs and said fuck this I'm going to the beer and I'm not coming back <laughs> and that's the end of it I won't say you would have been justified, but you would have had your reasons, and you would have been quite entitled to them. And and you didn't do that. And the fact, yeah, you, you might was, have done no, it once there or twice.
1: It was something just something did that just kept me fucking going. I
0: don't know what it was, but like thank God I I I had it. <laughs> when you looked at the show then in in Dublin, and then to see you afterwards yourself and Kelly, it's like you're looking at something and you're thinking there's a film almost in this there's a story in this yeah and this
1: no, is. there is <laughs> I always think about like I name book yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. The, Suned, it's a fantastic story about a fantastic person who's real as they come and I think that's the more I the, however long or however little I have left to live all I want to do is be around real people and it's a pleasure to speak with you it's always a pleasure to look at you to hear that Fucking bold as brass, laugh, everything else. It's just, it's brilliant, and it's, it's as real as they come. And I can't wish anything but the very best for you going forward. And I know, I know what's coming. I can see it. When, whenever you do manage to corner Cyborg, and when you manage to get her, wherever it is you're going to fight her, uh, what a, what a thought. Whether it's in Vegas, whether will you be jumping over the cage with the, with the tricolour and the belt hanging? John,
1: John Cablin might have to give me a hoot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sinead, it's been an absolute yeah. joy. It's been a pleasure. I've looked forward to it for a while. Thanks, Al. I didn't want to be tormenting you too much, but I kind of did know I had to torment you a little bit. But, but we done it. We done it. We got there. <laughs> we started off laughing. We finished laughing. Parts of Sinead's boxing story were that were hard to regale, were sad at times. Why would such a talented boxer just be marginalised and treated the way she was? It would have been enough to turn many of us ordinary folk off, and, and, and it did her at times. But thankfully, it did eventually send her on a better path As I said, she's honest She's quick to deflect the praise She likes to praise her coaches and, and compliment them But you got to look at the person The lady within The fighter within Who just downright refused to pack it in And to give up All the rewards are there now for Horror. What a story it is And I absolutely mean there is a story in it For whatever way it ends up, wherever it goes One thing is for sure Sinead Kavanagh is one of the most special athletes we have right now it's an absolute privilege and a pleasure to be in your ears for this episode. It took a little bit longer to edit it than I had anticipated. Thanks a lot for listening. As I said, I'd appreciate it if you could share it, pass it on. i have another episode in the next, say, 10 days or so. By the end, I'll be in the new studio. In the meantime, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, please stay safe, stay sane, smile. We're almost there. All's well that ends well.